our Father in heaven, we thank you for the night rest. Thank you for the grace to see another day. We pray that we'll take complete advantage of this gift that you have given to us, to live a life that is pleasing unto you, to live a life full of your promises, to live a life that is a blessing, not only to ourselves, but to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. First Samuel chapter 14, verse 7 says, So his armor bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Go then, here I am with you, according to your heart. Verse 8 says, Then Jonathan said, Very well, let us cross over to these men, and we will show ourselves to them. The success story of Jonathan cannot be complete without his armor bearer, Jonathan's servant, friend, and sidekick. Sometimes I wish I had a sidekick like Batman and Bluebird or like Captain America and Falcon. Sounds funny and childish. Well, there were days. You know, someone who always have my back. But more than that, I wish I was such a sidekick to others. Remember yesterday we saw that if we set out to make a difference in the world, we must first be the difference. And I want to say today that even though Jonathan had made such a declaration of faith in verse 6 when he said that nothing can restrain the Lord for, from saving by many or by few, Jonathan probably would not have made that venture of faith without his trustworthy and faithful sidekick. Because the truth of the matter is that as much as we understand that salvation is personal, searching for God can be difficult at times and even crazy. Working with Him is even more taxing. But praise God that we don't have to do it alone. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10 that two are better than one, but pity the, more, the one with no one to help him. Because woven in the fabric of this story is the importance of selecting or choosing our friends wisely. But much more than that, it is about being the right friend or companion that others can lean on. The book of Proverbs chapter 12 verse 26 tells us that the righteous uses caution in selecting their friends. And yet... Our world is desperately looking up to true Christians who, like Jonathan's armor bearer in 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 7, say, I am with you, heart and soul. A songwriter said that while the souls of men are dying, let none hear me idly say, there is nothing that I can do. Because each one all of us can gladly take the tax that Jesus gives us. We can be such a friend who instills confidence in others. Such a friend who, we, who our friends know that we can always tell them, I believe in you. We can always tell them the truth. 
we can always share Jesus with them. Because if I truly love my friends and my family members, I will want to share the love of Jesus. I will want to tell them that he died for them. In their dark and sad times, I will want to share the peace that Jesus gives. In their happiness, I will want to share in the joy that comes from knowing Jesus. As the world desperately seek for more friends, this hour, you know, internet age, seek for more friends, more followers, more likes, more comments, more acknowledgements above and beyond. What the world truly needs are Christian friends who build and not tear down. Friends who inspire confidence and not inflict criticism. Friends who encourage bold faith in God's word. Friends who suggest and even lead a prayer life. Not just friends who stick around for a party or gossip or even a football match. For Jonathan, mediocrity was never an option and he chose the right company. In the book of Psalms 119 verse 63, it says, I am a companion of all them that fear thee and keep your laws. But can my friends actually say this about me? Do they know that I am a Christian? Do they know what I stand for? Do they see the Holy Spirit in me working to edify, to bless, to strengthen, to love, and to correct them no matter what? It's all I talk about that which is only frivolous and of no value. Do I share the love of Jesus? Can they come to me and find words that is, you know, rooted in scriptures that can suit their pains? Words that could encourage them to dare great things for the Lord like Jonathan. And White says in Messages to Young People, page 193 and 194, that many become inefficient by evading responsibilities, probably for fear of failure. And even though men can shape circumstances, circumstances should not be allowed to shape the man. And in page 41 of Messages to Young People, she goes on to say that if the youth will consecrate their minds and hearts to God's service, they will reach a high standard of efficiency and usefulness. Did we catch that? That if young people can consecrate, can dedicate their hearts to God's service, we will reach a high standard of efficiency and usefulness. Because to do less than this is to refuse to make the most of our God-given opportunities, especially to our friends. This will be looked upon as treason against God, a failure to work for the good of humanity. When our friends come to us with an idea, do we encourage them and say, I believe in you? Or do we tear them down by our unconstructive criticism? Are we a dependable friend? When, when our friends are going through a struggle, are we there to pray for them? Or are we there to encourage them in their sin? Am I that kind of armor bearer who would dare great things with others? 
who would even go into enemy territory because we know that we want to be that encouragement that most people never find in life. It is my prayer that the Lord will make us good friends, dependable sidekicks that can encourage our friends to greatness and salvation. May the Lord make us like Jonathan's armor bearer, that is a strong comrade in arm, to be a tool in God's hands, helping those we meet along the way. But much more than this, may the Lord help us that we in Him and in Him alone we will find a friend forever. In Jesus' name we pray.